Hello, and welcome to Saint Stories for Kids, a weekly podcast full of fun stories and facts about the holy men and women that have come before us. I'm your host, Chantal Barros. Saint Stories for Kids is brought to you by Shining Light Dolls. Discover award-winning Catholic dolls, books, and more. Catholic mom designed, Catholic kid approved. Visit www.shininglightdolls.com to learn more and sign up to receive free coloring page printables while you're there. Today we'll be telling the story of St. Thomas the Apostle, whose feast is celebrated on July 3rd. St. Thomas was one of the 12 apostles of Jesus. He was born in what would be present-day Israel and died on July 3rd in the year 72 in India. St. Thomas is often referred to as Doubting Thomas because of his disbelief that Jesus had actually resurrected from the dead. He told the other disciples that he would not believe it until he had seen the risen Lord himself. Lucky for Thomas, he does in fact get to see Jesus again, and Jesus tells him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen me, but have believed. Strong traditions maintain that St. Thomas went on to spread Christianity outside of the Roman Empire, and made it all the way to India by the year 52. There are still people in India that identify themselves as St. Thomas Christians, as the ancestors of the people that were his first converts. Tradition holds that St. Thomas established seven different church communities in India. Thomas was martyred in the year 72, and some of his relics made their way to Italy in the year 1258, where they are kept at the Church of St. Thomas the Apostle. St. Thomas is the patron saint of India, and anyone that's ever been called a doubting Thomas. Now it's time for our story. The air was thick and heavy with humidity as St. Thomas walked through the town of Palayur. He had traveled thousands of miles along the trade routes to bring the message of Christ to everyone he met. He had traveled for a while with Jewish merchants, and after several years of sailing down the sea route, had reached this place. Here he had found a community of Jewish people in a place called the Jews' Hill. It was a good place, with lots of activity and trade happening thanks to the rivers and backwaters that connected Palayur to other towns. St. Thomas was excited to share the messages of Christ with his Jewish brothers and sisters in India, but he also wanted to share the messages with the Indian people. As he walked along, Thomas marveled at the great clouds that passed overhead. It was the rainy season in India, with heavy rains falling daily. The jungle foliage was thick and lush, and the streets were bustling with merchants and townspeople alike. Many of the people passing were identifiable as part of the Nambudiri Brahmin class, known for being priestly teachers. St. Thomas's gaze followed a group of Brahmin as they entered a gateway that led to a pool, considered by the townspeople to be holy. In the pool, he saw the Brahmin priests scooping water with their hands and throwing it up to the sky above them. Intrigued, St. Thomas entered through the gate and approached the men in the pool to find out more about what they were doing. Thomas could hear they were reciting mantras as they threw the water into the air and asked another man standing nearby what all this meant. The man explained to St. Thomas that this ritual was called puja, and the Brahmin in the pool were throwing the water up into the air as an offering to the ghosts of deceased ancestors and the sun god. Thomas continued to watch this for a while, but felt inspired by the Holy Spirit to speak to these people. Stepping forward, he called to the men in the pool. If your performance is acceptable to the gods, they could keep the water suspended in the air without allowing it to fall back down over and over again. The Brahmin in the pool stopped and looked at this strange foreigner quizzically. Clearly you do not understand the laws of nature, they said. Water will always fall down. Have you not seen the rain around you every day? The rain will always fall, and this water that we throw will always fall too. 
My God can do it, the one true God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, said Thomas. Ha! I don't know what God you are talking about, stranger. I know of no such God. St. Thomas smiled, remembering the time he had doubted Jesus' resurrection. He could truly understand how hard it is to believe something that sounds so amazing without seeing it for yourself. Well, my God can do it. And after you see this little thing that he can do, I would be happy to tell you all the truly amazing things that he has done and will continue to do for those who follow him, like give them eternal life. The Brahmin in the pool looked at St. Thomas like he was wasting their time or crazy, but one of the men sighed and waved his hand towards the water as an invitation for Thomas to try his luck. St. Thomas made the sign of the cross, invoked the Holy Spirit, bent down and scooped as much water as he could hold in his hands. He stood up and threw the water into the air above him. Everyone in and around the sacred pool was now watching the strange man, and as they watched, the water flew up into the sky above St. Thomas's head. But then, instead of falling back down again, the water stopped. Hundreds and hundreds of glittering water droplets hung in the air above St. Thomas and sparkled in the sunlight like little diamonds. And then, after several minutes of shocked disbelief from all those that were watching, the water droplets transformed into flowers and rained down around the feet of the apostle. The people gathered around Thomas to touch the flowers and to see for themselves that the strange man that had said his God could do what theirs could not was still bone dry. This is truly a miracle, the people said. Tell us more about your God. We want to follow him as well. St. Thomas smiled and told them all about Jesus. He baptized them, and those people became some of the first members of the very first Christian church built in India. The St. Thomas Church, founded in 52 AD, is still located on the original spot, with the altar consecrated by St. Thomas himself still there to this day, almost 2,000 years later. Many, many people believed because of the miracles and testimony of St. Thomas, and have passed their faith down through the generations. The story of St. Thomas reminds us that even a doubting Thomas can turn into a world-traveling wonder worker that brings faith to many generations. St. Thomas, pray for us. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope you enjoyed the story. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, tell a friend, and reviews are always appreciated. Until next time!